friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, trees and multiforms. Uh, whether you call it Gal, whether you say Gallifrey or Gallifrey, uh, whether you travel in a TARDIS or you, when you travel, you you show up tardy. Uh, this is a podcast where the jokes are tardy. They're beyond tardy because they they're, they're, they only arrive half. What, what if, what, which, what's the word for if you show up tardy and you're only halfway there? Well, I'm only ha- I'm barely halfway anywhere, and if you're thinking that, you're in the right place because it's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. Thanks for supporting it, patrons. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, you know, you're thinking about, about the past, the present, the future, thinking stuff, feelings, anything coming up for you emotionally that you're feeling, uh, physical sensations, uh, anything you're feeling there, uh, changes in time, temperature, routine, Stuff's coming up. Stuff, uh, stuff just happened. You got something going on. You, uh, you're staying somewhere. Someone's staying with you. You're preparing for guests. That's where I am. Preparing for guests. Uh, not the number one cause of sleeplessness, but it's in the top one. Definitely not beyond. Well beyond the top one hundred. Top twenty. Probably could be in the top lower top ten. I would say. Preparing for guests. Uh, also, a new podcast I just invented. It should be there should be one preparing for guests. Uh, it could be a podcast about preparing for guests or things guests are interested in, or things interesting to people who prepare for guests. Uh, anyway, what was I talking about? Uh, whatever's keeping me awake, I'm here to take your mind off of it. The way I'm going to do it is I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. I'm going to try to smooth this space and and, uh, pat it down, send it to you, or you could come by, or you could look at it from afar. And so creaky, dulcet tones means my voice is imperfect, but ideally comforting, just comforting enough. I'm never, I'm, I'm always, I'm always in the, I'm in the middle range, right? I'm not. I'm in the lower third, right? Creaky dulcet tones, you'd say, yeah, those are in the lower third, so you don't need to listen to them. They're not super soothing. Because you say, for me, it's like, oh boy, that's too soothing. You know, I need to do something to make it feel normal. Pointless meanders and superfluous tangents. I think of those ones, I would be uh, like, I would definitely be, if, if there was a, if there was a where, world where those were considered high performing or cutting edge, I would be, I would be that, but I don't think pointless meanders and superfluous tangents are no, not really good. They don't really get categorized that way. Probably because ideally they put you to sleep or you, because you don't need to listen to them. You just kind of barely listen. So if you're new to the show, welcome. Glad you're here. We're already getting started with the info because that's one of the things I like to point out early is this is a podcast you don't really listen to. You just kind of barely listen because it's full of pointless meanders and superfluous tangents where I get mixed up or I go off topic. So it's just kind of like listening to a TV in another room that you, that's not getting on your nerves. You're, it's kind of like a soothing sound. You say, okay, it's like a murmuring. But the other thing is you can listen to this show because it's not really here to put you to sleep. It's here to keep you company while you fall asleep. I'm here to take your mind off of stuff, to be your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar sib, your boar bud, your boar bestie, your boar burr, your neighbor, your boar bra, whatever it is, your boar, your boar friend in the deep dark night. I'm here to keep you company while you fall asleep. I'm a friend you don't need to listen to. Who's talking for your benefit? You don't have to listen to me. I don't bring, even though my puns could be considered crummy, I don't bring any crumbs in. You don't have to pick up after me. You don't have to worry about uh, anything because I'm coming to you, you know, via uh, ones and zeros. You know, I put the, like, I don't even know, you know, I put the, I guess I put both, I put the log, the sawn logs in analog. 
And I probably put the first part in there too when I'm making, a, you know, making uh, rear ends out of myself and me. But uh, what am I talking about? So it's a podcast you don't really need to listen to. It's a sleep podcast that doesn't put you to sleep, just keeps you company. The other things, there's other things you need to know. Most people don't like the show. It does not work for most people, and it works for almost no one on the first try. So if you're skeptical or you're doubtful, just see how it goes. Because I don't know if this show will help you, but for most listeners, like million people plus have said, took two or three tries before I realized I wasn't like this podcast was perfect for me because I stopped paying attention or I just kind of barely pay attention. It takes a little while to get used to. And of course, you're going to be scoutful or doubtful or skeptical because if you're like me and a lot of listeners, you tried other stuff to put you to sleep, it just hasn't worked and it's not easy. And that's why I make the show. Because at one, I know how it feels, uh, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep, uh, all that stuff, tossing, turning, mind racing. I got all that. I know what it's like to dread bedtime, to feel lonely in a room with another person because you can't sleep, or lonely in a room alone, or lonely in a room with my dog, Koa, on the floor looking at me, and then I pat her head and I say, well, we're not alone. It just feels lonely, Koa. And she says, yeah, because I'm down here on the floor could use some human warmth. And I said, well, no offense, but I don't need any dog warmth. I have, but, 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 oh, back to, uh, so I'm here to keep you company, whatever it is that's keeping you awake to take your mind off of stuff because you deserve a good night's sleep. And I hope I can provide that because if your life is more manageable, if you're getting the sleep you need, it means our world is a better place to be in because your world's better. And that is important. So it's important to me. Uh, what else do you need to know? What other good news you got? You don't get to the point. It doesn't put me to sleep. It doesn't, not everybody likes it. Takes getting used to. Also has a very different structure. Intentional. More good news. Uh, the show, show structure is very intentional. You could, as you get used to it, you could adjust. But yeah, it kind of fits the goals of the show. So the show starts off with a greeting. Friends beyond the binary. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, trees and multiforms, because it's a Doctor Who episode. But that's so you feel welcome seen. And you get maybe the show is a little bit silly. Then there's support for the show. So it can come out for free twice a week on any podcast app, which uh, is great. For, that's my goal. Free for anybody. It's optional to pay for the podcast. It's optional to support the sponsors. And then there's support for listeners. There's support for communities around the show. And then there's the intro of the show, which we're doing now. Now, sometimes if people don't like the podcast, and by the way, if you don't like it, check out sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you. It has other sleep audio or ways to express your displeasure with me and the show, which is totally fine. I get it. I've been there. Sleep, I've, you know, I got stuff I like and don't like too. So that's why I give you an option because your sleep is important to me. But if you've given a few tries, uh, this will help because I'm already mixed up. I don't forgot what the point I was going to make was. Oh, structure the show. So we're in the intro, which, oh, if, if people have a strong feeling about the podcast or the, that it uh, needs support, they lump the intro in with the support and the sponsors. But the intro is really a show within a show. It's like 10, 15, 20 minutes long where I introduce the podcast to new listeners but my regular listeners, what up, regular listeners and fishes? What up, my fishes and other pets, uh, mammals, uh, whether however it runs in your, however your circulatory system runs, warm or cool. I'm saying hello to my pets. Uh, my, what we could, could we call you all? Uh, I guess it wouldn't be accurate to call you all animal companions. And those of you with uh, cambium or whatever it is that, you know, all you plants out there. Hey, by the way, minerals, what's up? I love you. Minerals, have I, told, I don't think I've ever pointed you out on the podcast and said animal, mineral, vegetable, uh, plasmids, plasmas, neutrinos. By the way, thanks for being here tonight. Every new, I don't know what you are. It's a word I've heard. I relate it to dark, you know, I always relate stuff to that, like that's a dark matter and, you know, why I try to, you know, sneak into those particle accelerators and particle colliders. but. Uh, neutrinos everywhere even if you feel like a neutrino sometimes i do usually it's like when i say well i don't want a gatorade or a kirkland signature i could go for a neutrino refreshing may may or may not have electrolytes i don't know probably not don't bring it by the way if you show up to a particle collider 
And you say, I brought an extra case of neutrino. They won't let you in. It, it, uh, they call the same number they call every time. Oh, but I was saying why the intro goes on and on and on. Well, the intro goes on and on and on if you're new uh, for like 15 to 10 to 20 to 18 to 17, 16, 13, 12, 11 minutes sometimes. So that it eases you into bedtime. So regular listeners are doing a bunch of different stuff, getting ready for bed. Maybe they're doing a wind down or a stretch or they're drawing and they're knitting, they're hooking, they're lying, foam rolling, lying around. I hope nobody's lying, like 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 telling a fib while they're listening to the podcast as part of your bedtime routine, which could be. That's fine. I mean, it probably isn't that great an idea. But maybe you're just, you know, I don't know, doing some cosplay. You're pretending to fib. Oh, boy. Yeah. I don't know where, where that came from. But so, like, the, the intro, for a lot of listeners, is how they ease into bedtime. Some people are in bed getting comfortable. A few percentage of listeners are asleep. A few percentage of listeners skip the show, skip the intro, start the show 20 minutes. But for the most part, what I've learned is I need to ease into bedtime, a slow wind down, a twilight period, a landing strip. And the podcast uh, helps to offer that, or the intro. It eases you into bedtime. I think I said that. So that's what the intro is. Then there's, again, support between the intro and the story. So the podcast, believe it or not, the show takes a lot of work. It's supposed to sound free and easy, and it, and all that work is empowered by the sponsors and our patrons, the supporters. Uh, so I appreciate it. So they can come out and be optional. And then there's uh, tonight we'll be talking about Doctor Who. Who? Whom? No, Doctor Who. Uh, I think episode 12. Though it could be 13. I think episode 12. So it could be, I don't know, we'll be talking about an episode of Doctor Who. If you've never seen it or you're a fan, don't worry, it'll be very meandering. I think Toblerone gets mentioned more than once, or Tobler, you know, whatever, uh, bird cages. But not in an aggressive way, like, you know, atmospheric bird cages without birds in them, the ones you kind of see at antique stores. You know, the raspberry bird cage, the one... Prince was singing about uh, the kind you find at a secondhand store. That could be if you get another name. If you want to call hotels and see if I'm staying there, if I'm not under Shuar Nardinay or Noir Chardonnay or the other names I've made up that I forgot, maybe I'll be under a uh, raspberry birdcage. I could, I think I could pull that off uh, and need it. I probably need a raspberry birdcage. I don't know. I'm thinking about it. Oh, sorry, I'm introducing the podcast. So that's, uh, I don't even know what else. Oh, Doctor Who. So we'll talk about Doctor Who for a while, and then there's thank yous at the end. And I think that's about it. The show is really here to help you and keep you company so that you could fall asleep. It does, like I said, give it a few tries. You got nothing to lose. And really, I have nothing to gain. Like, I hope I gain a new listener that I help sleep. That's the way the show flourishes if you're flourishing. And again, if if not, check out sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you. There's other sleep podcasts on there and sleepy audio. But I really appreciate you coming by. Or if you're a regular listener, thank you so much. Uh, thanks for checking the show out or being here night after night. I could not do it without all of you. So I'm glad you're here. I work really hard at your and I strive. I really hope I can help you fall asleep. And here's a couple of ways I'm able to do it for you for free twice a week. Everybody scoots here, starting up uh, The Sound of Drums, Season 3, Episode uh, 12. Uh, when we last left off, we were on a cliffhanger, you know, the Utopia launching, Will the, tar- the TARDIS Gone. Uh, bye-bye, big music. That was the cliffhanger. Doctor's face. And sleep, sleep with me. That's the podcast I make. Uh, but this episode, the sound of drums opens with uh, some sort of portal. Coming through the portal is uh, the, or void, I put. Word void, weird void. Walls, uh, pause, there's stuff on the walls. There's sound effects. There's signs on the walls that say vote Saxon, S-A-X-O-N. But the doctor, Jack, and Martha come through. Uh, let's see. 
action. Then we get a Earth sound effects. Earth twenty first century action flashback. He's here. Signs, drums on a tin cup. Uh, I'll launch in Saxon or something. Mister Saxon. Martha knows him. Harold Saxon, Prime Minister. Kiss. Healing medicine needs a doctor. Smile open. So we find out that the doctor, the boss from the last episode, travel without a time capsule. It's rough. Uh, yeah, they're walking, uh, hands in their pockets, looking around. Well, luck. No, the doctor says, I fixed your uh, device. That's, it wasn't luck that your device worked. I used my screwdriver because they had to get away from the LARPers uh, that wanted to play. And the three of them portaled out, they portaled uh, uh, Time Agent Vortex Manipulator. But uh, we don't have the TARDIS. It could be anywhere. The doctor's like, no, he's here. Who is he? Wasn't the professor, Time Lord, regenerated, changed. Voice body, knew everything. The doctor sees somebody tapping a cup. How are we going to find him? Doctor wonders, I know him, I know, I'll know him the moment I see him. Time Lords always do. Could be anyone, though. But there's a lot of science. Saxon is your man. We miss the election. And we see the news on big screen. Everybody's celebrating. New Prime Minister, uh, Harold Saxon. Martha knows his voice. Heard it hundreds of times. We all have, uh charismatic leader with the comedy charm possibly harold saxon the boss is a prime minister of great britain he kisses his wife uh doctor's even more surprised about that and harold saxon says this country needs medicine needs a doctor i'd go for so far as to say and that's when it opens uh with his big smile Sound of drums, Russell Davies. He goes into the um, prime minister's office. He's getting all these red reports, uh, policy stuff, uh, updates. His wife says, I'm proud of you, Harry. She He kisses her again. Um, we see T- Tiff. Uh, is that Tish? Tish, uh, Martha's sister. Letitia Jones. Uh, Tish. Uh, and he says, okay, don't worry. I'll have some work for you. You look great. Uh, keep up the good work. Everybody laughs. She says, that's not nice. I don't appreciate your tone. Then the uh, Harold Saxon goes in. A lot of red walls, red folders. Uh, he throws the folders in the air. This is like his cabinet or whatever. They say, my word. Uh, he says, I'm funny. They say, we don't appreciate this uh, attitude. We're here to do... Uh, cabinet stuff uh and we got to get down to policy business uh he goes no 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 i have something i want to say i'm prime minister he takes a breath he says thank you all of you uh and he says he he tells you you're two-faced you would do you know you just the only reason because you don't really believe in anything and they say what is you what do you mean he goes, I'm going to make myself clear uh, that, uh, and he makes a funny face. So he says, funny as this, or not funny as this. He makes frowny faces and smiley faces. And, uh, yeah, do traitors, no, yeah, whatever. As soon as you saw the vote coming my way, you got on my bandwagon, Saxon bandwagon, eh? This is your reward. And then he b- b- creates, he, he, uh, he he has them all go. Uh, he says, "I'm going to sing you a lullaby." Uh, they say, "Really?" And then he sings them a lullaby. They all fall asleep, uh, asleep deeper than Sleeping Beauty. And he kicks back. He says, "Okay, get ready." And so then they all go sleepy sleep, uh, and they take a resty poo. 
And they say, we can't believe you're putting all the cabinets to sleep. You're going to need us. He goes, nope, not going to need you. And uh, everybody rests. He does his own tapping. He's tapping the same thing. Let me really look at my notes. Then we go to Martha's apartment. So PM, red folders, Harry's so proud, Tish, WTF, uh, big meeting, funny, fireplace, made of marble, thank you, sniveling, not funny, finger to lips, funny like, uh, not funny like this, uh, here's your reward. Had a stark type symbol on something, trick or treat, smell my feet, uh, they say. Two thumbs up, uh, drums on the desk, two fingers. Uh, then Martha's apartment, uh, your whole two office with Tish, Mom, Vixen Roach, Lucy, 20 minutes. Uh, Tish, uh, sit in, out you go. She tells Mrs. Saxon the truth, a lie, everything a lie. Celebrities for Saxon. Dr. Stumped, all inverted. Learn now, leave now. After Harriet Jones, our Archangel Network, not essential, bright, but harmless. Uh, I think it was time I was wanted. He was so good, Zoom. For better or for worse. Hello, Mrs. Mr. Saxon. Oh, hello. Uh, your new might. Uh, I'm the boss. Uh, these are my friends. Then he brings out these birdcage balls, uh, which are actually other beings. Uh, I'm sorry, can't let you hear the drumbeat. Can't you hear the drumbeat closer and closer? Oh, dear, the balls talk. They run out of the, the door. But of com- comfort, the, the, the balls they take, uh, the, oh, no, the, the, Harold Saxon's wife leave the office. Uh, and... Uh, they say 98, 99%. Uh, how much time, Hug? Tomorrow morning, everything's good to go. Okay, so Jack's calling somebody. Can't get a hold of them. Saxon websites have been around for ages. Uh, and Martha's like, this is so weird. This was like only four days after I met you right now. He's been flying around the universe the whole time. He's a time lord. What about the rest of it? Uh, show me Harold Saxon. Martha checks her voicemail. Tish calls. I got a new job. They phone me up out of the blue. Then Tish is in the like office with a reporter or somebody uh, doing a think piece. Yeah, so she's a reporter. She wants to interview with uh, Mrs. Saxon. I'm here to interview Mrs. Saxon. She can't barge in, but she does. Sunday Mirror, Vivian Rook. And, uh, Mrs. Saxon says, I'm tired. Uh, she says, can I call you Lucy? Everyone's talking about Harold Saxon. What about you? Just 20 minutes, please. She says, well, maybe, uh, she goes, the power behind the throne. Britain's first lady. Front page. Uh, she says, okay. I suppose. Uh, go on then. Tish is like, uh, and she goes, oh, Tish, uh, why don't you put my coat away? Leave us alone, the reporter says. Tish says, I'm supposed to be here, but uh, Mrs. Saxon says, you know, don't worry about it. Uh, I'll be fine. So Tish gets escorted out of the office, uh, and the reporter says, listen, Miss Saxon, I have a reason to believe your husband is not a human being. Uh, that he's tricking the whole world, uh, and he's not who he says he is. And she goes, are you aware of this, that it's uh, all a tricky-poo? Then we see an ad with uh, Sharon Osbourne saying she's going to vote for Saxon, some boy band, uh, somebody else, I don't know, famous people saying uh, they love Saxon. And he's a fine, handsome man. And he get, like he was the one who helped uh, Christmas Eve save the day. And he goes back years. Everyone knows his story. Cambridge, rugby, wrote a novel. 
went into business, marriage, everything. He's got a whole history. Doctor doesn't buy it. This doesn't make any sense. And we go back to the reporter and his uh, the first lady. He didn't even go to Cambridge. This is all, um, there is no Harold Saxon. It's obvious, uh, but no one can see it. We're oblivious to the obviousness of it. It's mesmerized the whole world. 18 months ago, he, that's when he appeared. Uh, this is his first actual appearance, even though he has a fake history. After Harriet Jones and Arch Archangel Network appeared, uh, that's when Harold Saxon, she goes, no, this is a... Uh, she goes, where's the cabinet, by the way? Somebody said they're asleep or trick-or-treat smell my feet. She goes, how should I know? Uh, good family, especially bright, essentially harmless. Uh, Lucy, I'm begging you. Uh, come on. Have you seen or heard anything? Even the slightest thing that would give you cause to doubt him. She goes, okay, I think... Uh, there was a time when I first met him, I wondered. I wondered why. He was so good to my father. And she goes, go ahead, tell me, sweetheart. Uh, and she pauses, pretty long pause. She goes, I made my choice. And she goes, sorry, for better or for worse. He's my husband, right, Harry? And then Harry comes in. He's already in the room. Faithful companion. And the reporter goes, oh, boy, gulp, uh. I was just having a gulp uh, or talking to your wifey poo, poor little Lucy. And uh, he goes, okay, well, he goes, Harold Saxon doesn't exist, eh? You know, you really know a lot, a lot, huh? She goes, well, who are you? He goes, I'm the boss, and I want you to meet my birdcage friends uh, that appear out of a vortex as well. Four of them. And uh, they... Uh, they they do they are also trick or treaters so they take they say we're going to hear you take you on trick or treating Mrs Rook uh, to smell feet uh, the drums are getting closer and closer and that's when they leave uh, Mrs Rook uh, goes with the birdcage balls you'll birdcage balls and Harold and his wife it's, there's a little bit of comedy. Um, which I liked, uh, yeah, I see it's almost done, but she knew the wife says, how, if she knows, uh, you promised no one would know. You said Archangel was a hundred percent. He goes, well, more like 99, 90, 98%, but his wife's like, well, how much time do we have? He gives her a big goofy hug and he goes tomorrow morning. That's all we got to make it to dear. We just got to get till tomorrow morning. That's when everything is going to be changed. Uh, go back to the kitchen. Jack's making tea. Master went back in time for the boss. Uh, stole the TARDIS, but the doctor says, well, I fused the coordinates so he can only go to this time and that time. 100 trillion in the last place the TARDIS landed, which is right here, right now. Jack goes, well, he must have had a little leeway. And the doctor goes, maybe 18 months. Uh, so how does he manage all this? So in 18 months, uh, he's got a, a hypnotic thing, but this is massive. Uh, Martha says, I was going to vote for him before I even met you. I liked him. Jack says, I do too. And the doctor goes, what? Uh, you go, he's got, uh, I don't know what he stood for, but he sounded good. Martha starts drumming. Sounded like you could trust him. He's nice. He spoke about stuff I connected to. Can't really remember what it was, but I liked it. And he goes, doctor says, what's this tapping and stuff? Uh, she goes, nothing. She goes, I don't know. And the doctor goes, well, I know. It's weird. Uh, then there's another Saxon broadcast. Uh, he's got his own network. He says he's doing it. Britain, we've got extraordinary times. Uh, the world was small, but I got big news. Uh, out of the unknown from the skies, uh, you know, we've seen other beings visiting the Earth uh, in the past few 18 months. Uh, metal people, Christmas star, and uh, your government really didn't do anything or tell you the truth because that's not how Harold Saxon works. They tell the truth. Uh, 
So, citizens of Great Britain, here's the truth. Uh, I've been contacted by birdcage balls from another world and uh, beyond the stars that talk like babies that say, we bring peace and gifts, uh, technology, wisdom, protection. We're birdcage balls. We just want to be friends, uh, friends with everybody. Saxy goes, oh, so sweet. Uh, and these are called the Toclophane. They go, the Toblerone? No Toclophane. Toblerone? No Toclophane. Don't worry. Diplomatic relations with a new species about to begin. Tomorrow we take our place in the universe, uh, Saxon says. Every man, woman, and child will be there. Every teacher and chemist, lorry driver, farmer, I don't know. Even a medical student, maybe. Like Martha Jones, the doctor realizes that uh, Harold Saxon knew they'd be at her apartment, so he makes her apartment go bye-bye, even her laundry. Which you say, oh boy, that's another challenge. Uh, that was a trick on the back of the TV. Doctor says, everybody okay? Martha says, what about my family? Uh, she calls her mom's phone. It's tapped. Uh, from like the earlier episodes, mom and dad are together. She says, mom, come on, nothing's going on. Mom says, no, come on over. And she says, your father's here. We're back together. We want to hang out with you. She gives it over to him. She says, yeah, yeah oh, totally, Martha, come on over. And she goes, dad, come on. And then he goes, get out of town. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, just run. I don't care. Then we talk about voting Saxon. Martha drives uh, fast. Uh, something in red. James plan sells Tish. Tish busted. Get out, run. Something, ditch the car. Her brother's in Brighton on vacation, so that's good. Saxon on the line. I'll find you, Martha Jones. Let's go. Doctor on the line. I'm here. Get word. You find out that they choose their names. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second. Perfect woman, perfect warrior for a time war. So we start, start to get a history of uh, Saxon. I ran, I ran so far, he says, uh, away. Make human, I was so scared. I know, I tried everything. How did that decide? Like a god, almost every size. Uh, all we have is each other too late. The drumming, can't you hear it? Uh, now stops. So let me help. It never stops. So Dash says, let me help. Here come the drums. Uh, tell me on telly. Off you go. So let's see. Yeah. Martha's parents are getting escorted with, uh, the prime minister. Even Martha shows up. Uh, they say, okay, let's bust them. They say, Martha, get out of here. Uh, so she does a reverse, a little action, tries to drive away, successfully does. Uh, they got, like, agents. Uh, I, don't, I guess I don't see Sax in there, so maybe he wasn't there. And you see Martha, uh, Jack says, you gotta, we got to get out of the car because they're going to be tracking it. So he's talking since. Uh, so they pull over. And get ready to go for a walk. Martha, come on. She calls Leo, her brother. Leo, you got to listen. Where are you? He's out on the Brighton Pier uh, walking the baby. Mom, Dad, Tish, you got to hide. Trust me. Uh, Go to Boxers. Stay with him. A little nice game of hide and seek. I love that. I'll find you, Martha Jones. Been a long time since we saw each other. Must be, what, a hundred trillion years? Uh, so he's tapped on Martha's phone. Martha yells at Saxon. Dr. Hops on. I'm here. He looks up. Uh, guy's got brown, amber eyes. Uh, the boss man. StarTech. No, it's not a StarTech phone. I don't know what kind of phone it is. Uh, doctor? Boss, uh, Saxon, so good to talk to you. I love it when you use my name. And the doctor says, you chose it. Uh, uh, he goes, yeah, and you chose yours, the doctor, the man who helps people better. 
Very sanctimonious. So, Prime Minister, then, because, uh, yeah, don't you love it? Isn't it rad? Uh, what are those things? They're not Toblerone, Toclophane. And the doctor goes, that's a made-up name. That was a myth from where we were kids. He goes, you remember all that uh, back home? Where is it, doctor? Gone, where's Gallifrey? Gone. Not possible. Well, it is. Uh, it's gone bye-bye. What about the rest of the time, Lord? So Saxon says. The doctor says, gone too. Just me and you. And most of the Daleks. Uh, what, what's up with you? It was a lot of perfect warrior for a time war. So they woke me up, but just like a thumb war. And he goes, I was there with the Daleks. Uh, I saw it, and then I ran away. I ran so far away. I don't know the rest of the lyrics, but I ran. I made myself human so they would never find me. And, uh, yeah. I was a bit worried. Doctor goes, yeah, I know. All of them, but not you. They go, yeah, well, I was the only one that could end it. Uh, and I tried, I tried everything. And uh, Saxon says, well, what did it really feel like? Uh, uh, when, like, uh, watching everything go bye-bye. He goes, you must have felt like, uh, the doctor's obviously, he goes, yeah, I've been alone ever since then. So... Because we only got each other. As long as we have each other, we got it spinning right in our hands. Uh, because we could leave this planet together. Because just we can, or we could fight each other, but not on Earth. And Saxon says, too late. And he goes, why do you say that? He goes, the drumming, man. That drumming, it won't stop. Can't you hear it? Thought it would stop, but it never does. Uh, never stops. It's in my head, even. The drumming, Doctor, the constant drumming. And Doctor says, I can help you, man. He goes, it's everywhere. Listen to it. Uh, tap, tap, tapping on the cellar door. Here come the drums. Uh, tap, tap, rap, rap, rapping. And we see other people tapping, like they're going to track the Doctor. The doctor says, what have you done? What are you doing all these people, making them tap, tap, tap? Uh, and then Saxon says, you know, I got access to all the closed circuit TV channels. I can see you and your little band, too. Reported you on the news, by the way. So you're, you're, uh, you're not loved anymore. You're on the news. Uh, one, two, and three. Uh, and uh, tell Handsome Jack that uh, I already like, sent his team to the Himalayas, so they won't be helping you either. And uh, so why don't you uh, look at this camera on the right where I'm watching you. Wave high, high. Dr. Shorts that one out. And uh, you go, that's when uh, Saxon says, start running. Go on and run, and I'll catch you. Play hide and seek. So the doctor looks. He smiles. The doctor shorts out the camera. And he says, run, 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 run. I don't know if, is that where you run, 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 run till your daddy takes your T-bird away? Uh, I don't know. Cars, it says on the window. They got nowhere to go. What should we do? Uh, he's saying, run, doctor. And actually, for for once, the doctor looks unsure. Crossgate cabs. They're running through a furniture center. Uh, he's still saying, run. There's people be, be, be doing the beat of the drums. Now we got a new segment, welcoming extraterrestrials. Uh, some people aren't happy, including uh, the United States president. We see a Teletubby, and uh, that's what uh, Saxon's watching, Teletubbies. The Toclophane command or the birdcage people or just one. He smiles. He said, what's up, birdcage? Uh, have you seen these Teletubbies? I love this planet. Uh, uh, they got, uh, Teletubbies have TVs in their tummy. Now that's evolution. Is the machine ready? Tomorrow morning, the, the, that's when the bird cage, 802 precisely. He's drinking something. And the, oh, they're worried about uh, the cold. 
The bird cages do not like to be cold or in the dark totally. We have to run, 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 run too. And he says, just be here at eight o'clock tomorrow. This world is waiting for you. So then it portals out. It's raining. Saxon looks out the blinds. Uh, and we see Martha on a rain-dried uh, factory floor carrying some groceries. And she said, I think I got it through. Uh, and uh, they're, they're, they got some Wi-Fi. So they're reading about Harriet Jones or somebody. No mention of Leo. Leo's hiding probably, Martha says. Uh, how did this happen? Doctor likes the potato chips uh, that Martha got. Says those are great. Uh, Jack and her share a look because uh, they know the doctor's stressed. Uh, they say, how come this? How could the Time Lords pick such a guy that's not so nice? Uh, he says, we were colleagues. Maybe you could say friends. Uh, see, like your secret brother. Martha, he says, Martha, you've been watching too much TV. And uh, Jack says, I thought Gallifrey was perfect and beautiful. Uh, and Doctor says, oh, yeah, it was beautiful. Shining World of Seven Systems. He just kicks back. A continent of wild endeavor. Dreamy look in his eyes. Mountains of solace and solitude. There stood the Citadel of the Time Lords. We see snowy mountains, a domed city. Oldest and most mighty race in the universe, looking down at the galaxies below, never to interfere. We see wise uh, Gallifreyan, children of Gallifrey, taken, they had to join up though at age eight to go to the academy, like in a lot of those books. That's where trouble began. He was a kid, and uh, like uh, that's when the boss saw eternity, he looked into some sort of. Uh, initiation, the untempered schism he had to look in. It's a gap in the fabric of reality. No kid should look in there. It's a vortex. You stand there, eight years old, you don't, you don't have the capacity. Even a Gallifreyan doesn't have the capacity. Raw power, time, and space? What, are you kidding me? And some might be inspired, but most, uh, some would run away. He just stood there with a uh, look in his eye. Some, he has a bowl cut, uh, a, bit, a bit like a bowl cut, and, he, and then he gets a look in his eye. We go back to the discussion. The doctor says, I don't know. Martha says, what about you, doc? Uh, he goes, oh, ran away, never stopped. Uh, then Jack gets a signal on his watch, encrypted channel. I got some files, uh, don't recognize it, send it to the laptop. Uh, what's up, uh, Torchwood files, Jack, their doctor says, you work for Torchwood? He goes, it's a different Torchwood, man. Nothing to do with the old one. That was the old regime. And, uh, doctor glares at Jack about it. Uh, he's really glaring. Holy moly, arms crossed. Uh, then we get a report, uh, if I haven't returned to my desk by 2200, this file will go to Torchwood. If you're watching this, it means I'm in the big farm. Saxon files are attached. All the secrets. Uh, take a look at the Archangel document. That's where it started. Saxon, Archangel, get ready. And everyone's got Archangel. That's what makes the phones work. Uh, that's how we get on social media, Martha says. All the other networks, so the doctor says, oh, he is a hypnotist. It's in the phones. Wait, 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 hold on. This was, this was what, 2008 they made this? Uh, very predictive. There's the rhythm right in the subconscious through the phone. Mind control? No, subtler than that, eh? Strong-willed people would question it, but it's the rhythm, layers of code. Vote Saxon, believe in me. Whispered to the world. That's how he hit it. Doctor's like, I should have known. But uh, Signal must have canceled him out. Can we stop it? And uh, from here, but now that we know how he's doing it, we can get him back. Uh, so then we go into a building sequence, you know, circuit boards, chips, phones, keys, sonic screwdriving, doctor rubbing his hands together, looking at stuff under magnifying, soldering, penciling, 
and uh, three TARDIS keys, uh, tools of the trade, low-level perception. TARDIS is supposed to blend in. Now we will sort of uh, weld the key to the network. And Martha, you could see me, but if I put this on, you could just kind of see me. Yeah, you're not paying any attention to me. She doesn't, she's her, like, she looks away. She can't look directly at him. It's like you're there, and I don't want to know, and now I'm back again. So it shifts your perception. That's what that does. Not invisible, but unnoticed. Uh, it's like when you fancy someone and they don't even know you exist. Uh, that's what it's like. And Martha and Jack share a look. Uh, and he says, you too, huh? So Jack has a crush on the doctor. So, and then the doctor says, don't run. Just play, you just, at this point, we just play it cool. Uh, and don't draw attention to yourself, uh, and we'll be fine. Then there's a new news segment, because uh, we're getting ready. What happens is the president of the United States comes to meet with president, the prime minister, Saxon, and whoever the president is. I don't know, Air Force One, is that what that says? But they're walking across London right now. Saxon, of course, acts goofy and silly when he's meeting with the president. Uh, yeah, everybody's like, okay, Air Force One's on British soil, getting ready for this contact. I don't know why you'd send them, no offense, but what do you think in sending the president there? Like, what if they gravitate, like, like you send, send the vice president or somebody else, uh, also, this guy, at some point, he's the president-elect and not the president. Uh, now he says, units got control of this, the president. Uh, and they go, the first contact policy, Security Council 1968. You've ignored it, Saxon. Saxon says, I don't like paperwork. Uh, he goes, uh, I really like goofing around. I found a bu- bus ticket. How about my wife? Have you met her yet? Uh and the president says, uh, well, I don't know what you're up to, but uh, we can remove you from office if we need to. Buddy boy, understood. And uh, Saxon acts goofy again. Are you taking this seriously? He's not. Uh, they go, we got the files on Tocklefane. We see uh, the doctor, Jack, and Martha watching. They go, the, the president says, we got this uh, valiant uh, aircraft carrier, so we'll meet on there. That's where we're going to do it. Don't try my patience. He says, oh, you're in, uh, you're, so America's in charge? Yeah, I'll see you on the Valiant. Uh, it'll be tell- on TV, though, because I promised, right? And he goes, the whole world's going to be watching. And the president says, well, I guess so. Uh, if it's too late to pull out, uh, I'm just a grouchy grouch anyway, so we'll make it work. And we get some foreshadowing. About the president, uh, and uh, they say, okay, we should reach the Valiant. Let's get to the Valiant uh, stats. They pull out. uh, He almost sees the doctor and them standing there, but it works. Their disguise is uh, the key that makes you unnoticeable. They say, oh, boy, I had that key. Uh, This this key I always got. and they head out. He still pauses one more time, but he does not see them. And then we see Martha's family. Uh, and he goes, I got big plans for all of you. And Martha, doctor's like, don't move, Martha. And they're all, they all have a little rain drench on them, which is like, I say, oh boy, Martha in the rain. I could write a song about that. Uh, and, uh, so then they say, okay, he's a time Lord. He's my responsibility. The doctor says, cause everybody's mad. He goes, I'm not here. I'm here to save him. That's what I'm supposed to do. Saxon's clapping, goofing around. Uh, then they're getting ready to, um, go aboard the ship, uh, via Jack's, uh, transporter wrist thing. Can it teleport us? Now it can. The doctor said, I adjusted. Everybody hold hands. And they're off. They get on the ship. Uh, Things rough. I've uh, had worse nights. Uh, and welcome to the Valiant. It's dawn. And the Valiant's like, like on Marvel. It's a ship in the sky. 
helicarrier, 21st century, protecting the skies of planet Earth. Uh, it's a different shape, but it's uh, same, same. Yeah, I guess it is a different shape, maybe. It's pretty big. They say, okay, we're over Europe. Uh, we're getting, we're getting all the, you know, getting waiting confirmation from everybody. They got a little office there. Uh, everybody, the, the Americans have blue ties on. Anything I can do? No. How about some tea? I can make grits for you Americans. Uh, the guy goes, just sit down, and the president says that. And he's got a nickname for him, Misery Guts. Uh, he get, pulls out a chair for his wife. He's charming. I mean, in a, like, uh, not nice way. Uh, he goes, you know, when I was Minister of Defense, I was designed this sole helicarrier, so every detail. So I guess it's not American. I guess it's, uh, I don't know. I'm not following it. So run around the ship. The doctor hears something. Can't you hear it? And Martha's like, I got to find my family. The doctor goes, this way, follow me. I don't know if he hears the drums or what he hears, uh, but they're running. Running down, you know, they're in the back back of the ship or the, you know, the insides of the ship. Steam and stuff. Oh, it's the TARDIS uh, on the Valiant. They open the door and the TARDIS is red. What has he done? Don't touch anything. Sounds like the TARDIS is sick. The doctor says it can't be. No, 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 no. He turned the TARDIS into something else. Uh, is this what I think it is, Jack says? A paradox machine, the doctor says. We got two minutes till airtime. According to the treaty, you know, everybody off the flight deck, only peace, you know, peaceful stuff up here only. Uh, what's his name's got jelly beans. Uh, so he gives his wife a jelly bean. Good luck to all of us, the president says. And uh, the doctor's trying to figure out this thing's going to turn on. The paradox machine's about to turn on. Two eight oh two. What does the paradox machine do? Can you stop it? No. So we mess with it now. It could go wrong. So we got to get back to the boss. Uh, are we going to stop him? I got away. Did I not mention it? Don't worry. Doctor smiles. Then we're down to thirty seconds. Uh, all the news is there. We get a segment of regular people watching this uh, report, uh, 3 a.m. Eastern time. Um, the president says, Americans, patriots, world, uh, I'm an ambassador for humanity. People are, like, hanging out, drinking even. Undertake the utmost solemnity or something. Looking forward to meeting these to Toblerones. Uh, we can learn to see ourselves in anew. For as long as we've looked to the stars, uh, we've wondered what mysteries they hold. Doctor, Jack, and them sneak in. Now we know we're not alone. And the doctor says, I just got to get a key around the boss's neck to cancel out his perception. And he's, the, 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 the Saxon's kind of, Martha's like, I can, I'll get it done. And he says, okay, everybody, let's get ready. Welcome. There's a Bill, Buffalo Bills fan representing America. I give you the taco fan, Toblerone. President says, four of them come in. They dance around. Saxon is very amused. People are watching on the news. Arthur Coleman winners, president-elect of the United States uh, and representative of the United Nations. Uh, welcome you to Earth and its associated moon. And the, the spheres say, you're not our boss. We like our boss better. We don't like you. And they circle around him. He's very stiff. Uh, he goes, I will accept mastery over you if that's God's will. And they go, oh, boy, you're, 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 you are a joke, man. And they say, where's our boss? And then Saxon says, I'm right here, everybody. Don't worry. Ta-da. He does a little dance. And he goes, they just, you know, he goes, I don't know if it's my smile, my aftershave, my ability to laugh at myself, but uh, don't worry. And uh, they go back and forth. So he goes, I'm taking over. The president says, no, you're not. And then they say, yeah, you are. They evaporate him. 
The birdcage is they have an evaporative thing. Everybody's watching the news live. So they say, he did the president just evaporate? Uh, no, president-elect, actually. Then Saxon says, listen up, earthlings. Uh, doctor gets busted. He loses his key. He goes, oh, we meet at last, doctor. Love saying that. Uh, the doctor says, come on, stop. Uh, perception filter. He goes, don't worry. And it goes, oh, there's your sidekicks. Uh, and the Jack makes a move. He, he shuts Jack down. Laser screwdriver. With, I don't need a sonic one. He goes, this one's more fun. And the doctor says, calm down, man. Look at what you're doing. You could see yourself. Uh, and this is all in the news. He goes, I got personal business here. Uh, he goes, it's the drumming, the doctor says to him. And Saxon says, I'm going to uh, shut you up with memory lane. He goes, remember Professor Lazarus? Uh, he goes, I was there then, too. He goes, how do you think, he goes, don't you think it was weird that Trish worked there as well? This wasn't a coincidence. Uh, he goes, I'm going to concentrate that technology into the screwdriver in reverse. Uh, he goes, and I have your, co I just needed your code, which I got through your, uh, your extra stuff, your backup, uh, your backup gloves. Uh, he goes, hey, uh, give yourself a hand. Uh, and he goes, yeah, so I'm going to reverse this. Uh, how about in 100 years older? And he aims it at the doctor. Doctor does a dance, and he goes, Billy, what is that? I don't know what that, I didn't see that movie, but uh, he becomes a much older gentleman very quickly, but not in an enjoyable way for him. So doctor ends up old, uh, a lot of makeup. Martha runs to him. She says, I got you. And, uh, What's his name? Saxon's still making a lot of comments and jokes. He goes, and he goes, ta-da, here's your family. He's very over the top. Uh, so her family comes in. Is it Ty? What are they? Martha's family. It's like a game show. Oh, yeah. And they go, who are the Tacofane or the Toblerone? Bird, are they birdcage-based beings? Who are they? And he goes, doctor, if I told you the truth, you, you wouldn't believe it anyway. You would not believe it. And then the spheres say, is the machine ready? Is it singing? And the di or, uh, the boss says, yeah, it is. Uh, and then he goes, okay, Earthlings. He's very irritable now, Saxon. He goes, basically, uh, uh, this is not good news for Earth. Uh, here come the drums. And then there's a really weird sequence of uh, drums playing. Some song, maybe Voodoo Child. And, uh, like, uh, he's rocking out Saxon. And then there's, like, a, a split in the sky. Like a rip in the time-space continuum, I guess you'd say. And then all these birdcage balls, the Toblerone, Toclophone ones come in. His wife and him are dancing. So it's kind of like a, like a, cam it's very campy. Uh... Like uh, the original, uh, the Tim Burton Batman almost, or the second one, maybe the first one. Six billion birdcage balls coming in, and they're coming to Earth to visit, and uh, they're bringing with them um, uh, stuff that's nothing good. Uh, and it seems like they're each assigned to one person or something. I can't remember. Because people are like, is that birdcage balls coming to shoot it? And they're shooting lasers. Uh, and people say, I hate laser beams. Never did done asking. And they use the word decimate uh, in a way like it's romance. Uh, and then they do a little bit of, uh, what was that dude in uh, Infinity? Uh, Martha has a tear in her eye. Uh, she walks away from the doctor. She's going to make a move on the, uh, oh no, she has to do, go somewhere, do something. The doctor told her a secret. So Martha has to make a move. Everybody's like stunned. She slowly backs away and, uh, she has to leave. She closes her eyes. She zoinks out. What's that guy's name from the infinity? 
the, the, the guy from those two movies, uh, same kind of concept he, that he was up to, played by Josh Brolin. But, uh, and we see Martha in a grassy field. She actually does like a barrel roll and she looks around and, uh, she sees a lot of chaos, uh, and at least she doesn't get, she doesn't get caught up in it. Maybe cause she had, oh yeah, she still has her necklace on. So no one, she goes, I'll be back. Uh, she's driven now. And so it came to pass, uh, Saxon says that was it for earth. Uh, once, and his wife's on one side of the do- doctor and he's on the other side. My noob dominion is boss. No more comic books or anything. And I thought it good. And the doctor's grimacing and breathing heavy, very heavy, grinding his teeth almost. Uh, And there's another cliffhanger, believe it or not. Uh, So triple cliffhanger. Uh, But we'll be back with more soon. So, uh, yeah, good night.